Running a sustainable and profitable service-based business doesn't have to mean hustle and losing your creativity. But amongst the noise online, it can be hard to figure out what works and what doesn't. The Secret Weapon Diaries, hosted by veteran service provider Gabrielle Chipier, is your go-to resource for discovering the best methods to attract quality clients and charge what you're worth so you can get back to creating portfolio-worthy work that you love. And if you want more, visit secretweapon.club for access to free resources and a community of secret weapons just like you. So, let's get started. Hey, welcome to another episode of The Secret Weapon Diaries. My name is Gabrielle Chipier, and I help creative professionals build sustainable and profitable businesses so they can attract the best clients, charge what they're worth, and fall in love with their work again. So on today's episode, we're going to talk about how to magnetically attract clients to your creative business so that you can bring more work fulfilling projects and continue to get more and more revenue in your business. Okay, so we want to attract more clients. That's kind of the be all and end all for a creative professional, especially when you're a service provider, clients are kind of the lifeblood of our business. So we're going to talk today about a few ways that you can make yourself more magnetic so that you bring those clients to you and make yourself more of the logical choice when they are looking for someone of your expertise. So if this sounds good, I have tons of other resources for you over at thesecretweapon.club. So go check that out. There's resources and you can also join the Facebook community where we'd love to have you. So you want to attract more clients. Obviously, that's kind of the biggest thing that we want as service providers. And this is kind of one of the most common questions that I get when people are joining the secret weapon community. They always want to know, how do I get more clients? How do I bring more revenue into my business? You know, people aren't hiring me and I don't know why. So we're going to talk today about three little things that you can do. And <laughs> I say little, but they're not really little. <laughs> These are going to be some incredibly powerful ways that you can shift how you're appearing to prepare to prospects and prospective customers so that you become more of the logical choice and you attract them to you rather than you having to go out and hunt them down. So the first thing is that we have to kind of figure out the unique angle that you're bringing to the table for your clients. Now, a lot of people call this niching down and service providers, we kind of get uncomfortable when we talk about niching down, right? I know I did for a long, long time because I felt like it would pigeonhole me. Like I wouldn't be able to do certain projects or I wouldn't be able to work with certain people because, you know, my niche that I had chosen was going to be so narrow because niches by definition are quite narrow, right? We don't want to serve everybody. We want to serve a certain slice of the market. But really, when we think about niches instead of, you know, pigeonholing us, 
but instead as a way for us to more clearly communicate who can best um, be served by our services, then it kind of frees us up. Because in reality, when we niche down, we're not saying that you absolutely can't ever work with someone who doesn't fit into your specific niche is just a way for you to hone your messaging and hone how you're speaking to people so that it becomes a little bit more clearer. And then the person who falls into that niche goes, oh, hey, that's me and can raise their hand and feel more um, like you're talking directly to them, right? So there's a couple of different ways that you can niche down, especially as a service provider. Now there's First, you can talk about, I only work with a certain type of customer. So that's one way. For a while, I decided that I only wanted to work with health and fitness coaches. And so that's who I talked to in my marketing. And I did fantastic work with these health and fitness coaches because I had a background. I did graphic and web design for a uh, fitness chain for a gym. So I knew the industry really, really well. And I had a little bit more of an insight into what they were going through in their own business. So that's one way you can niche down. You can target a specific type of client. The second way that you can niche down is offer services around a specific platform or software. Now, I know a guy who specializes 100% in working with the Thinkific platform, and he has built an incredibly huge business actually revenue wise is amazing what he's built over the last couple of years but he only specializes in using thinkific so his clients come to him he is the go-to thinkific expert and then the third type of niching down that you can do is only specializing in a specific type of project so i know a couple of vas who i've talked to in the past and they do only launch projects so when a company is launching that's when they get called in when a company is not launching then you know they're not really the go-to resource for that but it's not saying that they don't work on projects that aren't launches but they are known as the people for when you're launching and you need that extra support during that period in your business. So once we kind of know how we're going to niche down, then we can kind of work on the next part, which is our messaging around that. Now, our messaging and how we communicate that is really, really important for attracting clients to us because we have to be really, really clear about why someone would want to work with us and the benefits they would get of doing so. So the first part is that it needs to be really easily understood. So we need to kind of cut out all the fluff and we need to get to the real core of the message that we want to convey. And a lot of the times we get really, really close to what we're offering, right? And we don't want to skim over the details. We want to be sure that we're, you know, explaining ourselves properly. But really, in order to be like magnetic and to draw the best people towards you that want to work with you, you have to be very, very succinct. And sometimes that does mean glossing over some, you know, what would be important details to you in the execution, but the client doesn't really care about that part, right? So the main parts of your messaging need to be who you help, the results you get for them, and why you're the best option. Now, when we really talk about who you're helping, that's again, that's your niche, right? So that could be either, you know, a specific person, could be a specific type of platform, or it could be a specific type of project. 
So if you're a X who is currently launching, then my service XYZ is for you. If you're a coach and consultant who is struggling with XYZ, then my service is perfect for you. So being able to have them self-identify so that they can say, oh, that's me. And then of course the results you get for people. That's really, really important because a lot of the time as service providers, we kind of gloss over the results we get. We focus on the project itself as being the thing that we were hired to do and to work on. And we don't really pay attention a lot of the time to the results that that project gets. So when you're creating your messaging, you really have to focus on focusing, focus on focusing on the results that you're getting for your clients. So yes, you might've created your client a new website. That's fantastic. It's beautiful. It looks fantastic on iPhones and it has some amazing functionality and we're really proud of this website that we created. But what sort of results did that website get your client? Did it get her more leads? Did more people sign up for her email list? Did she get far more bookings come because she had this fantastic website? What are the results that your projects are getting for people? And be sure that you are um, capturing these. So don't be scared about going back to your past clients and just saying, hey, what sort of results did you get from that, you know, that project that we worked on last year? What did you experience as a result of us working together? And capture those and make sure to use them in your messaging going forward. And then that last little piece, why we're the best. Now, there are a myriad number of ways that you can highlight why you're the best for your client. Now, the first, of course, is how many years of experience you have. The second could be past experiences you've had, like in my case, where I was working with health and fitness coaches and my experience in the gym and fitness industry was very, very valid to their needs. And then the last way that you can say why you're the best is what sort of personal reason. You know, maybe you have a personal experience or maybe you have a commitment to their industry or, you know, any sort of way like that. And we want to explain to them why you're the best person for the job, why you're the most logical fit. So you got to start brainstorming on that a little bit. And then once we have that nice messaging package, the who we want to help, the results we get for them, and then why we're the best choice, then we can start spinning that into all of our actionable items. Now, if you want to grab uh, the Secret Weapon audiobook, I want to give you the copy of it for free. If you go to secretweapon.club, you can go download that for free and that'll be my gift for you today. So if you're watching this video, go grab your copy. So once we have our niche and we've kind of angled, we've figured out our unique angle and we've got our messaging and we have a way to communicate that in a very straightforward, succinct manner, then it goes to applying that messaging. So we want to consistently use that messaging throughout everywhere online, all of our social profiles, our website, anywhere that people could stumble across us. We want to make sure that that messaging that we created is very succinctly used wherever they're going to find us. You would be surprised how many service providers I've interacted with who don't do this. And it's a real shame because they're really missing out on attracting more and more clients to their business. Because when we're consistently using that messaging of, who we help, the results we get people, and why we're the best choice, then people are, you know, that much more inclined to work with us. 
So the first step is also, or is to go to all of your social profiles. Make sure that your Facebook page, your Facebook profile, your Instagram profile, your Pinterest account, your website, make sure that it's all sounds the same because we don't want there to be a disconnect from one to the other. Once that's in place, then it's a matter of posting that messaging consistently on social media and where people are gonna find us. So I struggled with consistency on social media for years, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Uh, because as service providers, we get our heads down and we start working on our projects and days go by, you know, we don't look up and we're, you know, so much more focused on delivering what we're doing for our clients than we are on promoting our own business. But that really leads to those cycles of feast and famine because we're not consistently showing up, people forget about us, we fall off their radar, and then when they're looking for someone of our skills, we're nowhere to be found. So being consistent on social media is incredibly important. And it doesn't mean that you have to post, you know, four times a day. It just means that you're not going to go for like a long period of time without posting. And when you are posting, you're again, reusing that messaging, who you help, the results you get people and why you're the best solution for their problem. Once you have these kind of three things working for you, your unique angle, your messaging and your communication, and then consistency, that's when you start really magnetically attracting clients to us. And then again, it gets you out of that feast and famine cycle. Because when you have constant clients coming in and you're creating those solid relationships with those clients, because of course you're a secret weapon and you're serving them to the utmost of your ability and you're becoming really invested in their projects and you're just blowing them away with the level of service and the quality of your work, then they're going to come back again and again and again. And then that feast and famine cycle just kind of goes away and it's really, really nice. So I want you to get to that point in your business where you don't have to worry about those lull points because your clients are staying with you constantly. And once you kind of get these three, three things going and you're comfortable with them and you're sharing consistently and you're communicating properly and you found a niche that's really profitable for you and communicates it really nicely to your clients, that's when your business really starts growing. So in, as a recap, <laughs> the three things that you need to magnetically attract clients to your creative business, one is a unique angle or a niche. And this again could be uh, focusing on a specific type of client. It could be focusing maybe on a specific type of platform or software, or it could be focusing on a specific type of project or maybe like life cycle of process project. And then creating succinct and clear messaging that communicates who you help, the results you get them, and why you're the best choice, and consistently posting that type of messaging across your social media and on your website, making sure that there's no disconnect between uh, who you're helping and what they're seeing when they come and find you, and then keeping it up, just being consistent with that moving forward so that people remember you and you're consistently backing up that with the same messaging over and over and over again. So if that sounded like something that you want to learn more about attracting better clients and becoming magnetic so that they really want to work with you, then why don't you hop on over into the secret weapon club? It's an amazing community. And if you go to secretweapon.club, then you can get access to my free resources and join the community from there. And I'd love to have you. It's such a fun group. 
So that's it for me today on this episode of The Secret Weapon Diaries. Uh, Join me next week when we talk about an even better topic. All right. I hope you have a fantastic week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for tuning into this week's Secret Weapon Diaries. Join me again next week as we continue discussing how you can grow a profitable and sustainable service-based business. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any of the upcoming episodes. And if you enjoyed this episode, I'd love to hear from you in the comments or in the reviews. If you'd like to go deeper, make sure to visit secretweapon.club and check out the free resources, plus access a community of secret weapons just like you.